Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Now, the first thing I do want to talk about, and I will be talking about compassionate leave for the death of a pet a little bit later on, because somebody sent us an email saying their boss is not is very reluctant to give them time off. Um, but it's been... Uh, would you be happy? I want to just move on to the first topic for today. Should we be issuing residency permits to 17,000 migrants who are living in this country undocumented, illegal, whatever word you want to use, you're comfortable using. It's illegal if you're undocumented, OK? You're not supposed to be living here if you're undocumented. It's been revealed that Helen McEntee, the Justice Minister, is preparing to give residency permits... Um, to around 17,000 undocumented migrants, including 3,000 children in the largest regularisation scheme in the state of the history. Essentially, an amnesty uh, to all that are here at the moment, illegally or undocumented. Minister McEntee told the Shannon last week that the scheme would allow long-term undocumented persons to apply for an immigration permission uh, from the Department of Justice. She told the Shannon last week that this would make Ireland unique in the EU and would also involve granting EU citizenship to such children and their wider extended family. Uh, a highlighted reason to bring in residency permits uh, for the undocumented in Ireland would be because of the undocumented children who do not have the same rights to access third-level education. As discussed on the show in recent weeks, we know that the constitutional right to Irish citizenship for children born here was removed by the general public in a referendum back in 2004. Adele McGinley, the director of the Migrants' Rights Centre of Ireland, spoke to the Business Post and said it was impossible to know exactly how many undocumented people are in the economy until the scheme is actually set up. Now, there is <clears throat> suggestions, I don't know where she's getting the 17,000 from, there is, has been suggestions that figure could be close to somewhere between thirty and 50,000. But anyway, a lot of people are in essential roles, she said at the moment, working across healthcare, meat factories, retail, uh, security, maintenance and all sorts of areas, undocumented. People are using, you know, some people are using um, stolen PPS numbers. When I say stolen, fake PPS numbers, etc., etc. Um, <coughs> pardon me. And there's other ways of doing that as well. Um, uh, also, the, uh, there's a strong ministerial support for the scheme with uh, Taoiseach Michal Martin promising support in a pre-election letter to the MRSCI. And Leo Varadkantanish has expressed a personal interest in it, given his own background as the son of an Indian father and an Irish mother. Speaking of the Irish immigrants, of course, in America, a statement uh, the President-elect Joe Biden said, uh, Joe Biden rejects Donald Trump's immigration policies and will restore America's values as a nation of immigrants. He will prioritise legislation to create a roadmap to citizenship for 11 million undocumented people in America, including, of course, the Irish that are over there. Um, I, 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 so this always comes up, by the way, when we talk about, you know, giving an, an amnesty to people. People say, oh, but what about the Irish in America? You know what I mean? Like, if they're going to do it, why shouldn't we? So I don't think it's the same thing, but because generally speaking, if you're Irish and you're undocumented and you go to America, you have to work. You're not going to get social welfare. Or you're not going to get housing. or You're not going to get anything else. If you don't have the money, you're sent back home again. Or if you're caught, you're sent back home. Whereas in Ireland, it's very different. We um, support people who come to this country. So there's a different situation. So I think it's unfair to, to compare both. But however, maybe you want to compare it. Um, do you agree um, with an amnesty being given to illegals and undocumented living in Irish in Ireland? Now, of course, they're getting rid of direct provision over the next three years. And this is the reason for doing this is to kind of have a clean slate, I suppose. Now, I don't know what's going to happen after they get rid of direct provision and they do the clean slate. Is it going to be a case that everybody coming in then will be rejected or will be deported quicker? I don't know whether they're going to bring in a different type of immigration policy. Anyway, the point is, do you agree with the idea of an amnesty or residence, uh, residency permits for the 
around 17,000 illegals or undocumented that are living in Ireland. Um, okay, keep texting. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. And I have to apologise because I'm going to be talking about this later on, your fears and phobias. I have the mother of all toothaches today. I have a toothache, my left upper tooth, and it is throbbing like crazy. So I would appreciate if all the callers are coming on today could do as much talking as possible to save me having to do it. Michal, you're a classic kid. How you doing, Michal? Good, Nina. Well, I don't have any cure for your tooth. Oh, go, go and get it out. Get it out. Oh, I'm, well, I have to go to the dentist today at four o'clock, and I have this inherent fear of the dentist, Mihal, and that's why I'm in the position I'm in today with my teeth because I didn't go to the dentist enough. Yeah, but hey. Well, well I got all mine out in two goes. I was only seventeen years of age. You got them all out in two goes. In two goals, I got a belt of a tennis racket the year previous, and then they put in a place and wires going around your other teeth. It rotted every tooth in my head, so all went to the boat. So, get the so have you got false teeth? Everything in my head is a false teeth. <laughs> I false knees, false teeth, false jaw, metal, bit of metal everywhere. Oh, no, well, I'm grand yeah. in that department. I just have one or two teeth that need to be looked at. I probably need a root canal on two of them, to be honest with you, and I'm absolutely <laughs> dreading it, and I need to get an implant. And Not mind you, mind you, have you seen the price of an implant? Like in four what? grand. Where the hell am I going to get four oh, grand? Jesus. I know. Oh, you, you, you four thousand. But you all the sponsors in the world will be glad to give you a free tooth. <laughs> I wish I, wish there, was. I wish there was. Yeah. Yep, you tell them what there's Nile Bile and this is this. Throw it, go out till you get I'll tell you what, if there's it. anybody out there who wants to do me implants for free, I'll gladly take a photograph and smile for you. Yes. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> getting, getting, getting back to this. Michal, I mean, should we be given an amnesty or does that really encourage more people to come to Ireland if we're going to hand out amnesties to everybody who's here illegally in the first place? No, I would. Yes, I'd be in favour of an amnesty, provided they're contributing to the situation, taxes, etc., etc. But I'd also draw a line, a serious line, to any of those that are here looking for an amnesty, that have been involved in any type of crime, and the amount that is involved in crime, hookery, crookery, defrauding the state, all type of claims, out they go on the first available flight. But other than that, if they've clean bill of health, I would gladly give them an amnesty. They're contributing to the workforce. Majority of what they'll do in different factories, the Irish people run that on for doing them anyway. And if they're contributing taxes then to the, to the state, I'd give them an amnesty. But many of them wouldn't be working. Not all, Now, there are some, but many wouldn't be working because, for example, they may be asylum seekers who may not qualify to work because not all asylum seekers qualify to well, work. Good enough, but if they have a clean bill of health, I would give them. I give them an amnesty. Okay, and then what would you do then once the amnesty is given? Would you tighten it up? Well, that is an amnesty is only for for for, for what's here at the minute. That's I right. I mean, you get an amnesty in America for so many. It doesn't say they're going to carry on year in year out. No, an amnesty is for what's here at the present minute, and after that, the, the amnesty doesn't exist. Okay, so you you would kind of tighten up the immigration policy then after that to stop this from happening would, again. I would, I would love to see a tighter, far tighter immigration policy. How they could do it, I don't know. But I would like to see a far tighter immigration policy. But to those who are here, certainly. And if there's any links with Danny Al-Qaeda or anything else, then uh, give put them on a ship that's going to sink and let them off. Okay, so that's so you mean anybody who's... A, you would give an amnesty to anybody, provided they haven't committed a criminal offence yes, in this country, and provided they're contributing as well. Yep. Okay, well, okay, well, hang on. Okay, that's fair enough. Seamus, stay there, Michal. Seamus, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Seamus? How are you doing, 
Uh, Seamus, I mean, okay, the minister said now, that, now she's saying a number of 17,000. I believe there's a lot more than 17,000 undocumented in this country. Um, yeah. Uh, the number's probably closer to 30, if you ask me, but there's, there's guesses out there. Nobody really yeah. knows. You're I mean, it. Yeah, probably. But, I mean, this is all to do with, of course, the report, Seamus, that came out a couple of weeks ago in relation to, yeah. um, you know, direct provision, which will be abolished within the next three years. And in the meantime, they're going to, you know, basically regularise everybody that's in asylum, uh, the asylum yeah. process, or people who are working undocumented in this country. Do you agree with it? No, I'm completely against this. Uh, number one, this is a Fianna Gael policy, the same party that looked to um, remove history from the uh, the second level curriculum at uh, junior set level, which would do what to the uh, the youth of the future, I don't know, in terms of remembering the good, the bad and ugly of this country and its history. Uh, number two, it's PC politics. They have a, 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 a T-shirt and waiting again, Leo Varadkar, which is just a propaganda machine. Um, who gets the gay uh, right vote and whatever else out there. And, uh, you know, what they stand for is pretty miserable in terms of looking after the people of this country. They fail miserably to look after um, what is currently an, uh, an existing problem in this country. They do anything to just be PC. Fianna Gael basically are akin to um, the uh, cancel culture that's out there. They use that type of culture to get what they want driven through and they use you the, 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 the puppets as in the public to do that so but, Okay but they, they, their concern as well is about the children of course and we spoke about this last week I understand when we spoke to Ivana Vacic about you know changing the law in yeah. relation to what was the, the derogatory term that was used years ago anchor babies uh, which we voted yeah. against by the way in the last referendum uh, but there's 3,000 in and around three. there could be more there could be 6,000 children in this country whose parents are undocumented and with that nature they're undocumented and, and it kind of leaves them out of say third level education yeah. and things like that well, Noel, my response to that is, whose fault is it, uh, the fact that they got here in the first place? It's uh, Fianna Gael's fault. And they're, they're pinning the... Uh, it's the usual story. I, was, you know, I haven't got the adage for it now in my mind, but like, Fianna Gael have been a fallen and notorious for this, for offloading their own problems. I mean, look at the HSC. The reason we have uh, rolling lockdowns to come after Christmas when we're put back in our cages is so Michal Martin can... Uh, I know I'm going off topic here, but it's because Michal Martin can use the private sector and the public at large to fix his mess called the HSD. So when it comes to Fianna Gael and their policies, they stink. They, they're the biggest sellouts. I, and, and I'm, I, I, am not, I am not completely disagreeing and, and dismissing what you're saying, and I completely agree with you in relation to the HSE that we're taking the blame for the H, for a bad healthcare system. But yeah. I, And I get that, and um, that's been overrun because we have an increase in population as well. But the point is, that's not their fault. Because we made a mess of our immigration policy and because we allowed people to come in here and stay here and didn't deport those who were meant to be deported, 85% who were meant to be deported were never deported, that's not their fault. That's our fault. Whose fault? Well, it's ours. As a go- Well, when I say ours, it's our country's fault. It's our government that did that. Our not you personally, yes, Seamus. Exactly. Our government did it. And the government yeah, but, you, yeah, but you're, you're taking it out on, on those people. Huh? I mean, I, you, 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 ta- you take a family from no, China. No, let, let, okay, let me, let me give you an example. Let me take a family from China who are here illegally for the last 10, 15, 20 years, right? Okay, yeah. and they have, say, two children who, technically speaking, are both illegally in this country, but they, they'll be in, you know, primary school and secondary school. Those kids can't get third-level education. They can't get a Susie Grant, for example, or they don't have access to third-level education because, of, firstly, their parents are here illegally, but secondly, because our government allowed them to stay here. Listen, Niall, 
our government, it's 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 North Korean politics with our government. They they do as they please. Once the, the, as I said many times before, as soon as the the, the 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 doors of the doll close after you've cast your vote to get these, I can't understand number one the public who vote these people in continuously and might do it even again, which is just unbelievable when you think of it. It's like the Wickerman living in this country. You're either a part of it, or in on it, or you're uh, you're hiding something. That's basically. It. I don't agree with Fine Gael's policy at all on immigration. They have Leo Varadkar up there doing the PC role as you know the only gay in the village, so to speak. I, well, I, mean, I, I, I don't think I don't think I don't think his sexuality is well, relevant. But I, 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 I obviously, know, I know obviously, he did promote marriage equality. I'm aware yeah. of that. Oh. His mouth is unreal. Okay, okay. We're get, we're getting back to what we're talking about. So, you, Michal, there you go. You listen to Seamus. Seamus is basically saying, well, well, hang on, hang on, Seamus. Michal, well, Seamus. I agree, with, I agree with quite a lot of what he says, but it's because the basic question is, do you agree they are here now? The government allowed them in, and a lot of what's saying about Leo Varadkar, Finnegal, and all that. I'm uh, definitely, definitely at uh, no particular time for Leo for I told him to his face like when I met him at a few occasions. But the point is, that I would not, oh no, I wouldn't be voting for him, definitely not. And, and baby face Harris, as I call him, or lick ass Harris, no, he does not equivalent to Donald Trump. He just don't hear the truth. All right, okay, la- lads, lads, we're, we're going down the road to just bashing politicians, and I get why you're doing it. I think we've made that point abundantly clear between the periods, right? But getting back to the actual issue at hand here, the Justice Minister, yeah. uh, this new Justice Minister, um, obviously she, Helen McEntee, she believes that something needs to be done about this. Now this comes off the back of a report uh, that was out three weeks ago in relation to direct provision. Well, no, you could come in on you there, and I'm sorry to, I'm not disrespecting what you're saying. I know you're, you're coming out with your points here, right? And you're going over the facts here. You, one point you made there is that Helen McEntee believes if this, this is an issue of, uh, of national security and national. Uh, I mean, there's so many issues that uh, that will arise. Not from 17,000, by the way. It'll probably end up being 50,000. That's a huge population. That uh, as as it grows exponentially, I agree with you. Families have children. We create more problems, and the history. But they're here already. They're already here, Seamus. Well, they're already here, but and and, and they're not and they're not being deported. So, I mean, what's the op- what's the alternative? Well, the, uh, I tell you. Uh, well, I know what my alternative is. Next time that the uh, election comes around, and I, I'll be I, again, I'll be going against that. That, that particular party, Fine Gael's policy on immigration is designed and constructed to shaft basically the general public and uh, of this country. And I think uh, you know this, this, and they'll throw this out. They, they'll use the, uh, the, the the heart, you know, the the, the, the pulling of the heartstrings, and you know the the sad, the sad story cases of many people. I am as a general public, ma- you know, a general member of the public here who's a national citizen of this country, you know, Irish born and bred, and so on. I am not concerned about, uh, 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 you know, someone else from another country and the problems that's being created over there. That's not my primary concern. My primary concern is my family going into the future in this country and, my, you know, Irish citizens that Irish citizens that have been born and bred here. Okay, so, you, so your argument is fix your own house first before you start looking yeah. at others. Okay, no, no, I get that. Okay, well, stay there, Seamus, stay there. Let me go to uh, Aoife as well. Aoife, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Aoife? Hi, Niall. How you doing, Aoife? I mean, do you agree with this idea of an amnesty, so to speak? I think it honestly depends. I think the reason they want an amnesty is because there's people already living in this country that can't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, they're stuck kind of in a limbo. personal centre. They're yeah. in limbo, exactly. And like, it's terrifying to know that there's humans in this country. I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying anything other than again. there are other humans. And it's very annoying when I hear people kind of like yell about other People. Like, I'm not saying I'm completely 100% 
PC the whole time because I am human at the end of the day. But, like, it's really irritating that, you know, we are discussing people's lives in such a flippant way. I know we have to look after our own. Well, no, sorry, can I come in there? No, just, I'm just listening to that caller there. Now, can I Eve, Eve is thing? her name. Eve. Eve, sorry, I, I didn't get your name right. Eva. if you went to Australia or Canada nowadays, especially Australia, you you check out the, the, the immigration policies. Read them on their own national documents. It is pretty much strict. It's it's down the line. You're in or you're out. And if we find any any untoward undoing, or, or, or you know anything untoward on your name or, uh, that, that infiltrates their system, you're out the door. It's not the same here. So the, how you can stand there and pay the pay, I know I understand where you're coming from at some level, right, at a human level. But when you t- don't think as a, 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 at a human level on some of these issues that will affect you down the road. I mean, you've got yeah, to think about your national security and your own future. Okay, one at a time. Sorry, if that, respond to that, Eva. Okay, well, I mean, he makes a point in relation to... I'll be living in a utopia. Okay, okay, well, ha- well hang on, Seamus. Hang on, hang on. I'm not living in a utopia. I'm just saying these are still humans at the end of the day. And, like, I personally, like, I'm looking for a job. And it's not like I'm, it's not like I'm not working, like, not trying to work. But, like, I have a trade and it's, it's a bloody hard place to be in, but I'm comfortable. But I know some people aren't. Like, we should look after our own just as much as we should look after other people. Okay, but that's, isn't that the point that he's making, that if we if we can't get our own house right, why are we looking after people who are coming here for economic reasons? And don't get me wrong, we're not talking about refugees who are coming from Syria or whatever it happens to be. The majority are not refugees. They're, the majority would be economic migrants. And the point yeah, he's making is, he can't go it. to Australia, America. I mean, Aoife, you can't just get on a plane and go to America to work tomorrow. Or, or or live off social welfare in America, you wouldn't be allowed. You'd be chucked back out. No, can I just say? Well, no, no, no. no hang on, Seamus. Just let Eva respond to that. So why why no, should no, we I allow? I understand it? that. I understand that. But like the thing is, we're Ireland. We're not that big. We don't have. We have space. Sure, we're like a tiny country. Not everyone is wanting to come to Ireland. You know. Well, if we make it more attractive, you'll have more people coming to Ireland. Look at the problems that's that's the we've had in the last twenty years. We're going to population soon. Like, who's going to do the shitty jobs that we don't want to do? Like Keeling, you know, when they invite the people into berry pick. Like, we don't like doing all the jobs. So why can't we have people that are willing to work come over I and get a fair I, living? I, no, can I just respond? Well, I, well, I, well can I just say I do think it's a bit der- derogatory, and enough. You're, I'm not saying you're being derogatory, Eva, but to suggest that just because foreigners come to this country, they're coming here to do derogatory or to do menial jobs. Oh no, I know that. I yeah. know that people are doing really high paying jobs as well and I'm just saying that there are jobs that we don't want to do as Irish people mm-hmm. no, no I'm not saying we're can I just come in there okay well, well, well hang on Seamus go ahead yeah no I just completely disagree with her again that's another utopia like statement made from somebody who has their head in the clouds back pre-2007 in this country oh the jobs that the Irish won't do there are many young Irish people in this country that can't even get their foot in the ladder on the housing uh, schemes they can't get a well they are trying to get work and if you look around in a lot of the fast food joints and whatever it may be there are a lot of young Irish students out there working so this ideology that we had about maybe 10-15 years ago about the jobs that the, yeah, the Irish won't do that's out the window now and I can tell you it'll go further out the window when uh, 2021 comes and the real recession starts to kick in after the numbers have been but the, the, but yeah but I, I think I would agree with Eva in the if you look at say the meat factory or the meat processing plants and all these kind of places a lot of a lot of those workers are being exploited and you know that as well as I do Seamus because many of them are undocumented they don't have any yeah. rights so if somebody says them, I'm going to give you six quid an hour. They can't object because they've yeah, nowhere to turn. Yeah, they've no one to turn to. 
I, I, I understand that at some level. So right? they are being exploited. But they are being exploited now. You know, but again, don't try to. You know, there's. A, I'm not, no, I'm not right. saying that's an excuse to make oh, no, them legal. No, no. I mean, that's their choice to be exploited no, in some I, sense. I, exactly. Yes, and I, I do say that. Like you know, don't. There's a cohort in society now at the moment. I'm going a little off topic here, but they live. They tend to want to live in this utopia like world. It doesn't exist. Reality exists. There's good, the bad, and the ugly. And unfortunately, we have a, a government party soon to be in power after the current lawyers of uh, Fianna Fáil uh, are, are, are removed from the, the pedestal. We'll have Leo Varadkar back in and doing his, all, his whole PC. Can I get in there? Yeah, okay, okay, well, okay. Sorry, well, hang on, you've said I that already, good. I don't think this should be about bashing the government. I think this should be talking about the actual issue. It's not about Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael. I know that this minister is saying this, but this is actually a human rights issue. Okay, Not can I come back to that? When, when you say it's a human rights issue, I mean, this has been a problem in Ireland since the early part of 2000, where we had people coming to this country, many of whom need our help and support and should get it, absolutely. They're coming from war-torn countries, they're coming from danger, and that's exactly why we're in the EU, and that's exactly what the convention was all about. But the, the majority... The majority, Eva, of people coming to this country are coming for economic reasons. Now, economic reasons is not a reason to get citizenship, but it seems to be in this country that anybody who comes here, there is no way of getting booted out of Ireland. Anybody can come to Ireland. And, and I, you know, unless you agree, and I, I'm only going to ask Eva, do you agree with open borders? I don't agree that the border should completely be open. Well, that's, that's more or less what we're suggesting, isn't it? Come to Ireland, no, and not. if we can't kick you no. out, we'll give you an amnesty. If you're willing to Hang on, work, James. If we give you an amnesty, if you're willing to work, but it does, there's nowhere in this suggestion by Helen McIntyre does she say we give an amnesty to people willing to work? I think no. I think then it's too open. I did. I, I haven't read this article to be honest because I can't find the article. I went to go look for it, but it's mm-hmm. it's only on okay. the business post and it's really hard to find. Yeah, but um, it, yeah. sorry, go ahead, Seamus. Sorry, I, I, no, I haven't read this. I, just I don't think anyone else has either. <laughs> okay. well, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm letting people know. So, but go on, go ahead. Sorry, Seamus. Sorry, no, just the for there. I really, she, she should actually read the article. But when you read these articles, put your thinking cap on of like reality. Don't go with the utopia, uh, roasting the glasses version thing. There is always going to be a human rights issue. There's always going to be the good, the bad, and the ugly in every country and every system. But when you you know you talk about uh, uh, amnesty and you know human rights, where's the amnesty and human rights for up to the fifty thousand homeless in this country? Registered, registered numbers only count up to about fifteen thousand. But the, right, the amount so of homeless you do people. For the homeless on your day-to-day nah. No, but what do you do for the homeless on the day-to-day basis? What do I do? Well, I, yeah. I can't do. An, I don't do an awful lot. I do. Uh, I, 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 well, I, well, no, hang on. Don't, no, no, don't, don't answer that. If I think that's a really unfair question. You're going. I'll, I'll answer the question. Ask me the same question. What do I do for the homeless on a day-to-day basis? Not an awful lot physically. Do I do for them on a point-to-point basis? But I pay tax. Yeah, and, and I and I vote for a government who should sort out the problem. problem. I think that's yeah. a good enough as answer. Soon as I talk nice. It's grand. But as soon as I say, but what can we do as people to help people? It's very little. But hang hang on, it's not really our responsibility to some degree. Yes, we have a social responsibility to other people and other human beings. And yes, if you see somebody in need or you could try to personally support them or help them. But even the fact that we work in this country and we pay tax and we depend on a government to use that tax money wisely to look after people and support people, that should be enough, FIFA. They're not, not doing it. I, 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 sorry, it Seamus. Not enough. We do not do enough for our own homeless. Alone well, what do you do? People. What do you do, Eva? 
I smoke, so if anyone needs a smoke, I will give them a smoke. And I know that seems a bit stupid, but I will. Buy well, I've often, I've often given a cigarette can. to somebody. Yeah, go on. Yeah, or a cup of tea. Have you ever bought a cup of tea for someone? No, I've often bought a McDonald's for somebody, by the way, once. But go on, yeah. I don't have enough for McDonald's, so I buy a hot drink in the winter because that's what they need. Yeah, but well, look, Eva, Eva, that's—I know you're, you're. That's lovely, right? And it's a humanitarian uh, sentiment and all that, and I get that. But you know, we pay tax. We all work. We live in this country. You got to think of the future. No, 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 Eva, just let me make this point. We elect in members of government to run this country properly and do right by the people that are here. They haven't been doing it, and that's the problem. So if you but really want to sort that? out, no, no, Eva, just let, Eva, just let, I'll tell you where we start then. You elect in the right people to do it. Because unfortunately we have a, a Wicker Man, the movie, check it out, the Wicker Man situation in this country whereby people are afraid to you know, uh, take on something that's different, elect someone that might do the right thing or have the right sentiment and go against the grain, which is the current boys club of Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael. Because we have the same thing being elected year in, year out, or electoral period after electoral period, we have the same problems. Even Micheál Martin, who's in power, uh, set up the HSE. Tony Hulan, who's who, Tony Hulan, who's, who's being paraded around like some sort of uh, uh, medical st- uh, uh, statistician uh, hero in this country, uh, rhyming off the numbers. He was responsible for the uh, cervical check scandal in this country, and yet people seem to get amnesia and think he's great. Well, he's not personally responsible, but I know I get his involvement and everybody knows his involvement in it. In it. All right. Uh, okay, let me... Get, I want to get some more reaction to this, Rickard. I mean, this story was in the Business Post. This is in relation to the uh, Justice Minister, Helen McEntee, and she's preparing to give residency permits to around 17,000 undocumented. That's an approximate number, by the way, including 3,000 children. Some people believe that figure is probably a lot higher than that, by the way, because that's an approximate number. But we don't know how many undocumented or illegal people are living in this country. Uh, some people reckon it could be up to 50,000. Um, would you agree it's essentially an amnesty? Uh, it's a pathway to citizenship. So it's an amnesty. And, you know, by the way, they're doing it in America as well. Joe Biden wants to do it in America as well to the 11 million undocumented, including the Irish that have been living over there for years. But would you agree with that pathway to citizenship, that amnesty? Um, and that includes, by the way, because they want to get rid of direct provision in the next three years. So anybody who's living here, currently probably in direct provision, would also be open to apply for this as well. Basically, anybody living here illegally uh, would be open to apply. Uh, let me know, would you agree with this amnesty? Yourself in these situations, you should be thinking about the next generation and the generation that comes after that. It's not about us, it's not about our jobs, it's about their jobs and their education. So, no, I don't think you should get an amnesty. Good luck. All right, and also, uh, some of the text coming in, 17,000 amnesties for illegal immigrants. This is ridiculous. It's like one of those purge films where the law and, law and order is suspended for a day. Our own Irish people are being abandoned in favour of foreign nationals, uh, and, uh, and then we're all branded racists for noticing uh, what's going on before our very eyes. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping, the number's 87 Stay there, Eve, if you can. Patrick, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Patrick? I'm good, thank you, and you? I'm good. Pa- yeah, well, I'm jeepers. I swear to God, I'd love a cup of tea and I have to, I'm sitting here with my tea. I have to wait till it went cold before I could drink it because it, did you ever have a really bad toothache? Yeah, and I'll tell you what works wonders. Go to the chemist and get a bottle of oil of A bottle cloves. of what? Oil of cloves. Oh, oil of cloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rub that on the tooth and it will, it'll actually stop the pain. Well, I tell you, I, I'm going to the dentist. I managed to get an appointment for four o'clock today. I had to ring around a little bit, but I managed to get a, an appointment for four o'clock today. Oh, so okay. hopefully it, it'll sort it out. You know what I mean? But oh, I hope so for but, you but anyway, it's my own really fault. Do. No, it's my own fault, partly because I, I'm allergic to dentists. I'm just like I, I, 
I'm terrified of them, terrified of them. So I should have went sooner. Anyway, Patrick, getting back to this topic. So we don't know the actual number. She's saying 17,000. Some people believe there could be up to 50,000 undocumented in this country. So, you know, it could be a bit of a free-for-all. But you you absolutely are happy enough with that. You're okay with that. I am, really. I mean, you know, obviously there'll have to be background checks done and that because, um, you know, we don't want people coming in that... uh, and I'm sure there are some that will have ulterior uh, motives, you know? Yeah, criminal records, etc., yeah, etc. Et yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think if that happens and those people are found, I'm sorry, but they, but they should be sent back. But what, who I'm talking about, I served in the, with the uh, Irish Army out in the Lebanon in 83, and I saw what people were going through out there uh, during the war, during the conflict out there. And I can tell you, I would allow anybody into this country that's trying to flee. From Absolutely. And, and by the way, the, the people you're referring to, they would come here under the refugee program, which is a different system altogether to the, yeah. the asylum yeah. pro- process, right? Yeah. So they would come here under the refugee program if they're coming from a war-torn country, yeah. and they would be given priority anyway, Patrick. So I, I don't think anybody would have an issue with that. People who are genuinely asylum seekers are oh, genuinely yeah. from war-torn countries. But sadly, the majority of people who are undocumented and legal in this country are not coming from war-torn countries. No, very true. Very true. But so, just, so what do we do there? Do we, do we just give them an amnesty and say, well, okay, I'll tell you what, this time around, we let you stay? Well... That's a very good question. And I have to say, listening to that gentleman and that other lady that was on, I take, Aoife, sorry, thank you for that. Um, I take their points of view on board and I can see both of their points of view. But um, I I think we have to remember back ourselves that we, we went to America, we went to Australia, we went to other parts of the world, the UK and so on. So we were really a nation of refugees too, you know? Oh, we were. We were at the yeah. time. But people will argue with you and say, well, we might have gone to those places and the Irish might have went to America, but we didn't go to America and get housing and social welfare for free. And if we were caught, we would always be looking over our shoulder. And even this is the point I made earlier on. Yes, the yeah. Irish went around the world. They, they reckon there's probably 50 million people with Irish heritage around the world, yeah. right? But we went, we went to different countries, but we didn't get handed everything. And we had to look over our shoulder because if we were caught, we'd be sent home. Yeah, listen, I I agree completely with you, but who is responsible for that? It's not you, it's not me, it's the people that people elect into power that make those calls. So stay there both the Aoife and Patrick, because I want to just bring in James as well, who's completely against the idea. James, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, James? Afternoon, you know, how's it going? Good, James, what do you want to say? Uh, well, I'm absolutely against them all because it will open the floodgates. Like they're saying that the seventy thousand, you can be a lot. You can be dead sure there's a lot more than that. And you know, it'll just it'll just open the floodgates, basically. Yeah, you, well, you're looking at see many people when we talk about the undocumented, everybody thinks oh, everybody they're all asylum seekers. They're not. There's only about four and a half, five thousand asylum seekers in Ireland, right? The majority of the undocumented are people who have already integrated into society illegally or undocumented as such. Um, some people would be using, illi- or they wouldn't be legitimate PRSI numbers, or maybe they are, or they're being underpaid by somebody, or they're being, I suppose, exploited in some sort of factory somewhere. So they are people who are working, the majority are working, maybe working takeaways and restaurants and all sorts of things like that. So they are people, because if you're undocumented, I don't believe you can claim social welfare. Well, here, just as you mentioned, PPS numbers. Although oh, no, some are I, doing it illegally, I imagine. Yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine about two weeks ago, 
who uh, returned to Poland last year when the ad fell out of the economy. He um, never signed off with the PU payment, anything like that, and he just returned home. Trying to know more about it. He was home about a week and he received an email from Social Welfare saying his, his approval for the POP payment has been granted. Can he please nominate a bank? So he, he emailed them back to say, look, well, what do you mean? He said, well, basically, we've received the claim that you're claiming POP payment. You've lost your job. And he goes, no, I'm back in Poland. It turns out that he was in a rented house. They rode out to him. And the person who was in the house basically has taken his name and his PPS number. And after investigation, it turns out that the guy who did it was from the Ukraine. It was here illegally. So after all sorts of stuff, Gardy were involved in fraud and all that type of stuff. So basically what happened was a Ukrainian guy took his PPS number and was saying that he was, he, that he was a Polish citizen when he wasn't. Now, well, there, there's thousands of people thing. here on fake PPS numbers. But that's the oh, same. Every, every country in the world is the same, James, by the way. Well, you know, like, sure, you know, then we have... Sure, the like Irish did it in America for, for years. You know, you went over and you bought a PPS number for $300 yeah. and it's usually yeah. a dead person or something like that. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, like, it's just, it's leaving her open to abuse. And what happens now, now is that they give the amnesty to 17,000 people where realistically we're probably looking at about 30,000. Yeah. And then what you're going, and what's going to happen is then is you have another wave of people arriving in over the next few years. And what then are going to happen then is you're going to have bleeding heart liberal solicitors, the likes of Ivana Bacic, will go to court and say... Why can't these people, this bunch, get amnesty like the last lot got in 2020 or 2021? And then, like, it's got to be never-ending. So you, you believe, I mean, Eva, are you still there? Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, you heard what James says, and he makes a point, and I'll say this, Patrick, as well, that, you know, when you do stuff like this, you know, when you give amnesties, uh, it tends to encourage more people to want to do it. In other words, all of a sudden, you're all around the world, people go, oh, they gave an amnesty in Ireland. Jeez, I think I'll chance my arm and go over there. They'll probably give another one in a few years' time. So it basically opens the floodgates, as he says. See, I don't know. I don't know how many, like, unless people are running from a situation they're in, like, they're not going to be, they're not just going to be going, ah, we'll go to Ireland for the crack. Like, the weather's horrible. The crack is mighty, for sure. But it's not... Well, people do go. I mean, I, I'd like to go to America, but I can't. And even though I'm not in really yeah. a bad situation here, I still like to go to America, but I can't because I don't have a visa. So the majority of people who are here illegally are not coming from war-torn countries. Yeah. They're just Can economic migrants. Well, well, hang on, no, hang on. Sorry, Aoife, so do you get the point that he's making that if you make it too yeah. easy for people, all of a sudden you have heaps of people coming into the country that's illegally? Not, that's, that's not, that's down to who we elect, which I understand, but, like, I'm not, like, I, I don't know how, how to fix this unless I become a TD. Like, what do you do? Do you just, do you vote for TDs that will make a difference? Or do you just... Well, would the, would the way to fix it be, would, would the way to fix it... As you said earlier. Well, the way to fix it not be to implement the actual immigration policy we have there in the first place is when people come to Ireland, unless you have a visa to work here, um, you just don't work here and you're sent home again. Rather than 85% of deportation orders not being actually acted on by Angarda Síochána. But see, if you look at, say, America, because we keep bringing back up America, like there's so many undocumented in America, not even just Irish, but of yeah. all different... 11 million. 11 million. 11 million that they know of. Mm-hmm. Because like that's the thing about undocumented migrants is you don't know how many there are. You're guessing. Yeah, exactly. yeah, people are really good at hiding if they have to hide. Like I was watching um, a small documentary um, about you know the the like the dreamers. So the dreamers in America are the kids that you know got brought by their parents or got brought by yep. aunts or uncles or whoever, and now they can't go to college. They can't go to third level in the states either. Like it's. Terrifying! It must be terrifying for the the kids, like 
Oh yeah, because if ICE catch them, which are the immigration service, yeah. they'll be put on a plane and sent home. Yeah, exactly. But, but that's because America, like every other country, has immigration policy. Yeah. You know, I mean, and people, countries, you either are in favour of having immigration policy or not. And if you're not in favour of immigration policy, you believe in open borders. So there's, it's either one or the other. It can't be both. Oh, yeah. Jeez, it's not the end of the show and you're on, Robbie. Go on. I know, yeah, long time no speak. Yeah, I, I don't know. Don't be blaming me for that. I'm not blaming you. I'm not blaming anybody. <laughs> uh, Robbie, you support the idea of an amnesty, do you? In a sense, like, uh, the thing is that, I mean, we, we call for amnesties in America and we call for amnesties anywhere else for the Irish, you know? So um, it could be a bit two-faced not to be kind of looking at it for our own country. But my, my, like, all the points that have been made have been fair points to be made, you know? And there is, a, there is an argument for each side in this, you know? But my, my point would be, where, like, do we know where all these asylum seekers are or illegals? We, I well, I, I can be pretty sure if know. we announced an amnesty tomorrow, they would come out of the woodwork, yeah, exactly, so to speak. Exactly. We would find them very quickly. We would, we would. And the thing is that there would be, have to be a serious process of elimination, if you want to call it that, and background checks. And that's, that's my fear of that we don't actually know who's here or what is here in a sense. You know, but the, the thing is, is a lot of people are saying as well, and the point keeps coming up, what is the end game? You know, we have to look at what is the end game. Is this a repetitive thing? Because even though we voted in 2004 for the the referendum, yep. uh, Vanna Batchik is on again, and there she's saying, let's, get, let's, let's revisit it. And, like, we turned that down overwhelmingly by 80%, you know. Well, and I mean, I, I don't agree with it, as you heard the other day when I interviewed her. I don't agree with Ivana Bacic. And I do no. believe that if you want to change that, that pathway to citizenship for people born in this country, you should have another referendum. That's the way, yeah. it, has, it's, that's the way it should be. Yeah, exactly. And I think if it did go to referendum again, it would be... I don't think it would pass again. No, it wouldn't. I'd be, be absolutely very confident that it wouldn't. And, like, like this thing as well, like, it's... It's kind of the end game, as I, as I say, is like we say that we want to give this amnesty to say, let's go meet halfway twenty two and a half thousand um, yeah people, right? And then do we finish it there, where you can't say to? Well, well this is Brazil what James was saying. America, if you do it now, will you be doing it again in five years' time exactly, and in another five you know. years' time? So, in other words, will it then encourage people to come to Ireland illegally, knowing that at some point they'll be given an amnesty? And this is the, this is always the fear the when you thing. give amnesties. Yeah. And that, that, that would be my fear of it as well on the other end of that spectrum, you know. Like, the, the thing is that you had Seamus on there, like, it was a party political broadcast for the party who I think will never make an impact on the Irish political landscape. You're talking about Renewa? Um, well, Renewa or probably OEMP, one or the other, you know, I think. No. Well, he doesn't have a huge amount of faith in the Irish government. Mind you, there's a lot of people in the same... Seamus don't have a huge amount of faith in the Irish government. But actually, Robbie, just stay there for a second because Billy, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Billy? Oh, you're not, yeah. uh, Robbie, Robbie agrees in principle, but he is concerned, has concerns in relation to it. Obviously. Yeah, well, just bear with me for a minute anyway, and no disrespect to Robbie or anybody else. This is my opinion, not really interesting in what they have to say after I say my <laughs> opinion. <laughs> uh, uh, no, definitely get rid of all the people that are illegal. Uh, I'm all for letting people in, genuine people like Syrian people, especially Syria at the moment, because uh, it's probably really bad over there, Aleppo and all that kind of thing, and countries. If we got rid of the scammers, then we'd have more room for the genuine people, like the Syrians and whatever. Uh, so if you're genuinely coming from a war-torn country, your life is in danger, which are the rules? 100%, 100%, yeah, okay. 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%
We give well, eight hundred million every year. We still do, no, and even in the crisis in two thousand eight, we did, which is crazy. It should have been cut to four hundred million, save four hundred million, still give four hundred million, and the four hundred million save you could use for homelessness. We've lots of problems. Well, this is the money we're giving away to foreign, in foreign aid every year. Yeah, yeah foreign aid. Yeah, we've lots of yeah. problems, so we could use that money that we save. But we're still giving four hundred million, which is well, a that, massive that, amount of money for us. Well, yeah, it is. Um, the Billy, the, hang on a second. There's not a lot we can do with that, as Robbie rightly pointed out. Yeah, there is an international agreement there that we do have to donate. Yeah, hang on. Yeah, but the, we are donating. We're donating 400 instead of 800. Why do we have to Why do we have to be top of the league? Poland and Hungary as well as part of Europe. I just want to point this out as well. And they don't, they don't allow zero people into their country. Zero. How are they getting away with it? I don't know. They're part of Europe. How are they getting away with it? They have two... Hungary has two borders, two walls or whatever they have. Walls, and they're letting nobody actually, yeah. in from certain countries. Any country, sorry. And so Poland's the same, right? But, uh... And me as a voter, like everybody else, most people, I vote for someone, and if my person doesn't get in, our party doesn't get in, no big deal. But so the, the point really is, they're here already. If it were to, we, look, we could, we, we could talk, we could have a debate about immigration policy again, but we're talking about people living here already. And their job is to go to the country, and I'm paying too much tax, you're paying too much tax, we're all paying too much tax. You're just on a roll, call me racist, I'm not racist. I'm not calling you racist. No, throw them out. The story. So throw out anybody who is not uh, who is in this country illegally uh, and doesn't deserve to be here. In other words, doesn't you know the life is not in danger? They're not coming from a war torn country. Chuck them out. Uh, if we throw fifty thousand whatever it is, then we've room for genuine. People okay, okay, well, okay, well, okay, okay, with Rob, Robbie, just very quickly because I've only got twenty yeah. seconds. Go ahead, well, Billy. Billy, unlike you, I do care what you have to say because I live in a democracy and people have that point of view and they're allowed to You know, so I do listen to all sides of the stories. And you have your point, and that's fair. And what I always say to people is, if you don't vote, don't have a say. Don't say anything. Shut up. So once the, when election time comes around in this country, and the, the democracy that we live in, if you don't vote, you don't have a say. Mind yeah. you, you could argue, Robbie, and I've run out of time, but we've tried that the last time, and, and you know, the, the current government didn't really get the vote the last time, and yet they're still in government. So, I mean, you could argue that voting didn't make a huge amount of difference. All right. Listen, because uh, people did vote for a change. Robbie, thank you very much indeed. And Billy, after the break, by the way, I want to know, should we get time off for the death of a dog? And also, did you go to, the, to Limerick to the Santa experience? 